Welcome to Humans of Twitter, a podcast where we discover the stories behind the people behind the Twitter accounts. People that are interesting, opinionated and surprising. I'm your host, Steve Malk, and today I'm speaking with someone who describes themselves as, I love cats and being an entertainment. I make learning videos and talk shows too. Watch and subscribe if you like, www.youtube.com forward slash lessons with Lewis. Check if he's sleeping. Humans of Twitter is their stories in their words in a little more than 140 characters. Please welcome today's addition to the Humans of Twitter list, Lewis from Lessons with Lewis. Where is he? Oh, hello. Hi. Hello, Thank Lewis. Thank you for having me. So come back. That's okay. Take a seat. Okay, good. Is uh, everything sorry, okay? I was just checking if my, da- my daddy is asleep or not or, or he's out shopping. We don't know. Sometimes he just goes out and buys some groceries. He forgets to tell us. The milk bar isn't too far away, um, so it doesn't really concern him that we're at home by ourselves. Is he away? Okay. Uh, Llewellyn's just going to check whether he's in bed or not. Okay. Thank you. What did you say your name was? Thank you for having me on the show. This is a very interesting experience. I'm looking at the computer and the lines are going higher. They go higher when I do this and they go lower when I do that. Oh, yes, I hope do. it didn't wake up. Hopefully that didn't wake him up because that, that would have been very upsetting. How are you today? I'm well, thank you, Lewis. My name is Steve. That's great. Nice to meet you, Steve. What do you do, Steve? I uh, write about TV things and I work on computers. Oh, that's very good. How do you work on your computers? Are you like the new Steve Jobs? Oh, I wish. No, I'm just like a normal, normal Steve. So like a normal Steve, not a Steve Jobs. What's your last name? <laughs> I'm Steve Almost Without a Job. My last name is Malk, Steve Malk. Steve Almost Without a Job Malks. Okay, that's a, that's a very wordy last name, but that's okay. I'm Lewis, and I'm an entertainer and cat person. Nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too, Lewis. Can I ask you some questions? Is that okay? Yes, you can. I think we've got the okay from Llewellyn. Daddy's actually out buying some things. He needed to buy some more milk because we're running out. So you can actually you can give me some milk as well, Llewellyn. Okay, give me some milk. Thank you. Yes, always a question. Or need... oh, first, a quick one, if I may. Do you need special milk, or do you just like normal cow's milk? I like normal cow's milk. That's the best kind of milk. None of that goat's milk stuff. I've never had it before. Just normal milk. Just normal milk. What other well, milks can you get? I, I think you can get yak's milk. Definitely yak's goat's milk. milk. Yak's milk or goat's milk? What's a yes. yak? It's, uh, think it's like a large, very woolly kind of bison with big horns. Oh, great. That sounds a lot like a cow. It almost is. It almost is. Okay, good. Okay, you can. can you me tell me, Lewis. Yes. In social settings, how do you introduce yourself? Uh, as an artist in my own right, a lot of people aren't used to show business entertainers, uh, <laughs> and they—that's oh, good milk. They get very—they um, get very confused when you. They ask you, "What's your day job, little person, mm-hmm. um, little boy?" And I say. I say I'm an entertainer and that's my life and that's what I do. A lot of people don't understand the hours because they can go quite late or quite, mm-hmm. um, are quite in the morning as well when you're writing the scripts for the stage plays. Um, but I say I'm an artist in my own right. Do you have many demands? The Open the chips, please, and share it. Sorry? Do you have many demands like a diva because you're an entertainer? I always like to carry milk with me. That's my favorite drink. 
Sometimes it's not good yes. to go on long bus trips before you drink it and because then the it gets cold? cloggy. That's right. You've got to drink it within a certain period of time. So if the mm. gig is in the city, we've got to try and get there as soon as humanly possible so I can drink the milk and then do the show as well. Sometimes they're in St Kilda and it takes a long time, depending on the bus. Um, that's a good chip. Is milk a part of your pre-show ritual? I try to make it part of the pre-show ritual, yes. We have ice packs that do help the pre-show ritual situation for me. Lewis from Lessons with Lewis. Well, there's lots of great calcium and it's very important to have milk every day, isn't it? That's right. It's very good to drink your milk and have your cheese. Banana that goat's cheese. You're not into fancy cheese? No, no, thank you. You're not going to send any, are you? No, I, uh, I no, won't you're not send allowed any to send food. I, I, please do not send food. I tried that once and it was very upsetting for Barbara. Like, who's Barbara? I sent the, the, the cheese to Barbara. Oh. It was a gift, an anniversary gift. Yes. Do you have any more questions for me? Well, this I, I is a do. very short interview okay. otherwise. No, it would be a very short interview. I've got lots of questions if you've got the time. Fire away. Dad is not back yet. I'm sure he'll still be okay with me doing this. He doesn't really like me talking to strangers so on the internet. It's a little bit um, concerning sometimes. You can meet um, some people who aren't the people that they say they are. They just use their face on the profile yes. and then they talk to you about things like taking off the clothes. Oh. You haven't but I, had I haven't had that issue, no. Barbara did. Oh, poor Barbara. How do you know Barbara? She's my neighbour. But oh, she, she lives uh, all the way down the street, so we have to send it by post because sometimes I'm too busy and my dad doesn't want to walk that far sometimes. His bones ache and it's a, yes. big, um, it's a big task. Llewellyn sometimes just doesn't care. Well, you don't care. No. Okay. Can I ask you to describe uh, your experience of family, Lewis, please? Family is very important, as my dad mm -hmm. says. So you have to listen to what dad says and you have to treat your brother with respect, even though sometimes he sits on the bed on your side, on your bunk, and he reads the Zoo Weekly magazine that he's not allowed to have here. He's got the last edition. I don't think they make them anymore. Um, but he likes to read the articles, even though the clothes are not there, which is quite upsetting, maybe to the people modelling the lack of clothes in the magazine mm -hmm. and, and to the readers. I think that's why the viewership stopped, because people were very concerned about how cold these people are getting on the covers. You don't think that maybe people stopped buying those kinds of magazines because they can find those kinds of pictures and more videos of people without their clothes on no, on the internet for free. No, I think they're more concerned about the humanitarian rights of the people on them. That's why Zoo magazine stopped. Uh, yes, humanitarian rights. That's right. So who do you live at home with, your, your brother and Put your father? Put it away now, Llewellyn. Put it away now, Llewellyn, please. Put it away. I don't even know why you have that. Do it. Sorry, what was your question? 
So who do you live at home with then? Is it just your father and your brother? My dad and my little brother. That's right. Do you have a roster to make sure that everything gets done in the house? Yes. Dad has a little um, chart that he made on the Excel spreadsheet. Well, I made it, to be honest. I put it together and Dad told me what to do. On Wednesdays, we have to clean what's inside the fridge or look for the food inside the fridge. Because mm. <clears throat> sometimes it gets lost in the corners and sometimes you don't have enough money to, to buy vegetables for a day or three. Um, and so we just end up eating potatoes. We also have to share a lot of things um, like pillowcases. I like mine really clean, but mm-hmm. Llewellyn doesn't seem to have a problem with that. So uh, we also have to w- work out when we clean the pillowcases. We share a bunk bed. I'm on the top yes. and he's on the bottom. But sometimes he just likes to sit on the top with his socks off and he knows I have an issue with feet. What's your issue with feet? Well, I don't just, I don't like bare feet touching my sheets. So do you wear socks to bed then? That's right. If your feet are exposed, it feels naked. Okay, so you only wear socks to bed or you wear like a three-piece suit? I don't understand. Socks are not part of suits. Steve, is it? (laughs) What do you mean by that? I mean, do you, when you go to bed at night time, you obviously wear socks, as you mentioned. Yes. Is that all that you wear or do you wear? Oh, no, I wear a lot more clothes, like a three-piece suit. So uh, I wear the socks as well as my pants and a shirt, if not another jumper on top of the shirt. Another jumper? Is that because it's cold at your house? That's right, especially in winter. But when there's summertime, uh, I wear the same thing, but maybe not a jumper, but definitely socks every time. Do you find that your brother's socks... Uh, that he leaves his clothes lying around. Are you very neat and he's very messy? That's right. He's a, he's a messy kind of guy, but he's very particular and very careful with his zoo magazine that he should be getting rid of now. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. I'm sorry. He must be very entranced by the articles. Yes. I don't know what entranced means. I hope it means relaxed. Let's say that it means relaxed. He looks relaxed. (laughs) I bet he does. Do you have many friends in the neighbourhood? You mentioned Barbara before. Do you have other friends? Yes, I do. Yadna, she's a good friend of mine. Uh, She's Russian. She's my neighbour. And she Mm -hmm. uh, she has a knitting fashion label called Yadna's Fashions for All Seasons. That's the the tagline she made up herself. So she makes all these homemade hand-knitted things. And we're hopefully going to get her to get her own shop. And I can help her with some ideas so she can Mm. get these fashions out in the industry, in the fashion industry. I just watched a video on Ellen and Kanye West was on Ellen and he was talking about the fashion industry. And I think Yatna can be the Michael Jackson of the fashion industry like Kanye is. Yatna can be the Kanye of the Michael Jackson of the fashion industry. Well, certainly you would be able to help her a lot, Lewis. I think you're... so. I've got a lot of ad, uh, ad uh, uh, agent skills mm. uh, and I can help her get the gigs. She has um, a lot of different um, uh, 
uh, what do you call them, clothing items. Like Mm -hmm. um, she has uh, different pieces that she has handcrafted herself, including Mm -hmm. uh, like a cotton hat uh, and um, also little little cat socks for cats and for kittens. So we'll see if we venture out into different animals as well. She's got phone cases too, and we'll see if um, we get into some hand towels as well. So not socks purely with cats decorative. On them. No, no, not socks with cats on them. Socks for cats. There's a huge market for cats. Well, there's twice the market that there is for humans, surely. That's right. Even triple or quadruple, <laughs> five of them. Yes. You have to use big words when you're trying to pitch the invention, like in uh, Shark Tank or the Shark How would you pitch Den the gardener's clothing cave. line to the sharks? I would say, you need clothes? <laughs> yes. And that's it. It sells itself. <laughs> what, what makes her clothes stand out, though? Because I'm sure the sharks get clothes from other people. All you need to do is show the clothes and you're onto a winner. That's what my dad says. He says you're onto a winner a lot when I draw things. Um, Halfway through a drawing, I'm onto a winner. I know it's going to make the fridge. So that's what we want to do with Yadna's fashions. Not put them on a fridge, although she could make a little nice decorative uh, fridge skirt for the fridge if needed. But then the doors wouldn't open, so maybe that's not a good idea. She would spend a lot of time knitting the fridge skirt and it would just be a waste of time. So that's it not a good idea. Nice. No, no, it would look nice. That's true. Do you have a favourite um, cat, type of cat? Uh, all cats are my favourite type of cat. I don't like to discriminate between <laughs> cats. I think yeah. all cats of different colours, different flavours are important and uh, have different skills but are still um, very important and and should be appreciated. I don't like to discriminate. Is that okay? Or do you have different breeds that you like? I, do you uh, exercise we... favoritism, which is a big buzzword I hear nowadays? <laughs> we have a cat. We've had two cats previously, but we have one died recently and we haven't replaced it. Oh, I'm yet sorry. Another cat. Well, it's okay. Thank you. Uh, but we've never had a, 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 a purebred cat. It's always been we've go, gone to the RSPCA and we've gotten a cat that way. So we've we've rescued a cat. Oh, that's that good. It's good to rescue the cats. A lot of people that try and make a lot of things. They experiment with the sciences and try and make things um, different. Like mm-hmm. they do the crossbreeds. Hopefully they haven't had a cat and a dog crossbreed to make a dog cat or a cat dog, but I've seen a lot of these animals, like the little, like the little pigs, the little yeah. pigs are called teacup pigs. They're not even supposed to be, be existing, but people, I don't even know how they make them, but they're very tiny pigs that are not a real breed. And they just, the science tests just make them in the lab, in a cave somewhere under the water. I don't know, but they just make all these tiny pigs and they call them teacup pigs. I hope that I don't even know what they're made out of. Maybe even hopefully not teacups. I hope not. I I have heard some situations, Lewis, where people have bought teacup pigs thinking that they've bought these very miniature pigs and they've grown up to be real big pigs, big pigs. Nobody wants a big pig. 
nor a teacup pig. They belong in the farm, not in the underwater caves with the <laughs> scientists. Yes, I, I, I hear that pigs you don't do enjoy a lot of experiments with the dolphins as well. Although yes. a teacup dolphin would look pretty cute. That might just be a fish. <laughs> it, it would be something that I'm sure you could market very well with your videos. That's right. Teacup dolphins, the new friendly shark. And it could be a pet or something. But that's not allowed because that, that is, it's not right to do the, the wrong thing by mixing the animals that shouldn't be mixed. Uh, do you, are you against ge- genetically modified crops and those kinds of things? Uh, what's a crop? Uh, like wheat. Are you talking or about barley? Photoshop? Because I know how to cut down a photo nice and fine, mm-hmm. and that's what's called cropping. That's cropping. <laughs> Is it to do with photoshopping? Where does the wheat come for the flour that you use when you make bread? I don't know, Steve. Are you asking me a question? Kind of. Oh, well, it comes from the ground. It grows from the ground, yes. and it turns into the wheat. Then the farmers get the wheat and they mush it and then they put it in a bowl yes. and put it with um, salt, salts and flavours and sugars and they press it really hard on the counter. Yes. And they pour it into, they use a sift, they use a sift mm-hmm. and they put it through the sift and put it in a pan. The pan goes on the boil. You put it on the boil for a few hours. Yes. And then you pour it in a, cu- a cup. And in the cup, you let it sit for three days, I think, and then package it when it's dry. And that's how you answer the question. Yes, I think so. Great. What is your favourite takeaway food when you get to have it, Lewis? Oh, my favourite takeaway food is lamington. It's not technically takeaway, but it depends on how fast you enter and exit the supermarket. So that's my favourite food. Any food can be takeaway food if you think about it. You just go in, get a can of tuna, and you come out. Nothing else. If it is just one object, it's takeaway food. You can also get takeaway deodorant that way too. And takeaway potatoes. And takeaway potatoes. We get a lot of takeaway potatoes. A lot. A lot. How do you, which is your favorite way to have those potatoes? Uh, I don't really have a favorite way. Dad just likes to bake them. Baking is good. Bake them, and sometimes he uses soups as well. He uses them in soups, which is great. Potatoes in soups? Yes. You can do a little potato broth. Yeah. Do you drink much potato broth? I, I, no, I don't. No. I haven't. What's your favourite food? I, I like a lot of food, as is evidenced by how big I am. I, I like too much food. Okay. What is your favourite then? Uh, I am a big fan of uh, Mexican style of food. Mexican good. Like, tacos and burritos at home. That's great. Mm. I also like roast lamb. And roast beef, they're very yummy. Roast lamb and beef, not a vegetarian. What <laughs> not else so do you far. like? 
Um, I, oh, we're in sort of season four grapes and mandarins. I like those kinds of things. Uh, too acidic for me, Steve. I'm sorry. Mandarins, too complicated. They have the seeds inside. And yes. you, when you're biting something, you don't want to have something hard in your mouth. You want to just enjoy the softness. It's very, what's the word, uh, deceiving for a fruit mm. to be so delicious and soft to then just hit you in the tongue with a little pip. And then you have to spit it out. That's why watermelon isn't great either. Deceiving food should have a section in the supermarket <laughs> so you don't pick it up by accident and then you hurt your tongue and your gums. Deceiving food. I, I agree. I'm not a fan of seeds in food either. No, I don't want to take them out. I just want to eat it and enjoy it. I'm an artist in my own right and I, sometimes I don't have time to be taking pips out of my mouth. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what is your favourite TV show? My favourite TV show? Oh, mm. that's a hard one. I watched The Logies the other night. That was like watching all the best bits of my favourite TV shows in five seconds. And they really summed it up really well, like The Block. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to watch all the ads in the show to then enjoy the bit where Scott says, you made the house, and then they made the house. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what is the, there... that's what the block is about? Making houses. A lot of people love shows about making things. Mm-hmm. They making food and the master chef and making the houses on the blocks. And uh, not enough people watch enough uh, comedy. A lot of shows uh, exist, and you know people make those too. Just because you don't see people make the comedy doesn't mean it's bad. Everyone has to see how things are made. Like Gogglebox, I don't have to see mm-hmm. someone watching a television show because I know that someone will watch it. So you're not a fan of Gogglebox? No, I don't like Gogglebox. If I want to watch someone else watching TV, I watch my dad. But then it will be a very short show because he falls asleep straight away as soon as the MasterChef opening titles finish. Your dad sounds like he's, he must work very hard to, to be that tired. He does work hard. He's of old age as well. When you get older, you get slower. That's what I've learned. So I'm trying to do as much as I can and speak as much as I uh, possibly can as well in the in my short in not my short youth, but in my youth that I have all this energy and bones, strong bones. Strong and that's bones. That's why milk is also very important for the bones. Very. Can you tell me, Lewis, do you have a favourite uh, comedy show that you'd like to watch? Looney Tunes mm-hmm. uh, is my favourite uh, comedy show. And uh, Jerry Lewis is pretty good uh, because his name is has Lewis in it. I don't really like his comedy very much. I, I, it's okay, but I like it more because he has my name in it. Things with my name in it I can relate to more. So name name a show or a television yes. production or even um, a movie with the name of Lewis in it, and I probably like it. Well, there's that the British detective series called Lewis, but it's spelled a little bit differently. It is. It's spelled L E W I S, and that's okay. Just as long as I don't see the cover of it or the opening titles, because then I can pretend it's like I'm in the show. But they never have yes. the same jumpers as me. No, yours are very, very enchanting. Thank you so much. There are a lot of entertainers these days, Lewis, often use um, some some language that is is a bit rude. 
they might swear or, or those kinds of things. And you're not you're not that kind of entertainer, are you? No, I'm not. Is that a decision that you made as a part of your entertaining that you didn't want to be like that, or is that uh, a part of how you were brought up? No, that's how I was brought up. I'm bored mm-hmm. and bred a gentleman, as my dad says. And I don't like to use the swear words. I've heard them before, but have never used them. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not uh, pleasurable to hear those words coming out of people's mouths. I know a lot of comedians do it, but that's okay. Maybe they should look at a dictionary and and find a different word in this thesaurus. Um, But, you know, sometimes you get upset and you use big words because their emotion takes over your body. People do that mm-hmm. through dancing. People do it through swearing. Uh, it's, it's, there are all different forms of expressing yourself. And rude words are not one for me. Thank you. Is, uh, there are, you you're right. Many comedians do use swear words. Do you find that they change um, how they act when you're around? Because you're an entertainer. You, you are spending time with comedians. Do they not swear around you because you don't swear? No, some of them still do. Will Anderson still swears around me, but that's okay. He's very kind to me. Some comedians just stare at me for a long time and (laughs) they don't know what to... Someone said, my jumper looks like a magic eye. I don't even know what that means. I don't know if he was upset or thought my jokes were too funny for the show, but, you know... Sometimes comedians get jealous of the jokes that you have compared to the jokes that they have that have the swears in them. I say, yes. what, what did the cat say to the cow? He said, can I have some milk, please? And then everybody laughs, and then the comedian looks at me and gets upset. And it looks, doesn't look very happy, but I think it's out of jealousy. I, look, I think so. You are... Uh, certainly an entertainer and a star on the rise. Can I ask you a couple more questions? Is that okay? Of course you can. Thank you. This has been a lovely chat so far. I really appreciate your time. It has been pretty good. Llewellyn is still reading it. You're still reading it. I can see you from the corner of my eye. Yes. Yes, he doesn't speak very much, but it means that he gets away with a lot because he goes, no, I'm, I'm just reading something. But no, I know what you're doing. Is he distracting you? No, he's okay. It's just he's not allowed to read it. He's not allowed to even have it. What would your father say if he knew that he had the book? He's found it. He's found it before. And he looked at it for a good half an hour. And then, and then he just forgot about it. We think Dad has narcolepsy. <laughs> but I think it's just old age. Yeah. Narcolepsy is just when you fall asleep. Yes. But he was breathing heavily and he just just forgot about it. Maybe he was thinking about other things. Maybe he was thinking about the humanitarian rights, which is very upsetting and gets me worked up sometimes too, Llewellyn. Okay? Okay, get, get me some more milk. Get me some more milk. Please, please get me some more milk. Yes. Good. Ah, next question, please. Hello? I'm still here. I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I'm okay, thank you. Next, oh, you can ask me your next question if you wish. 
Excellent. If you had the chance uh, to be on one of these reality programs like MasterChef or The Block, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, is there one particularly that you would like to be a part of? MasterChef or The Block? Are there any other options? Those are just oh, two Well, shows. you could be on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Okay. Or um, uh, House Rules or Kiss Bang Love or any of those kinds of things. Okay, I'm thinking there's lots of shows and lots of talents in those. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, um, what can showcase my talents the best? That's what Dad's always saying. What show can showcase my talents the best? I would say oh, Family Feud. Actually, no, let me say a different answer. Okay. I would say... Hey, hey, it's Saturday. <laughs> and as just performing generally or as a part of Red Faces? No, 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 no. The whole show. I would be the new Daryl Summers. <laughs> <laughs> you I guys have very similar taste in jumpers. I wouldn't just be Red Faces, you're in, wear a wig and you're out, and then the whole show finishes for some reason. I would be uh, the whole host, and I would make sure there are more than just a few episodes in the return season many years later when I'm very old. <laughs> Do you like Daryl Summers as, as a performer? I love Daryl Summers. He's my favourite television personality, along with Bert Newton, Pete mm-hmm. Smith as well. And um, I think he's very talented, uh, almost as talented uh, as, oh, I would say maybe they're equal as uh, Richard Wilkins. He gets a bad rap. Richard Wilkins. He's very kind to people. I don't know why people are so upsetting to him. He's very kind to celebrities and that should be respected. He's very kind to celebrities, isn't he? Because if I want to be treated well, I have to treat the next person well, if you know what I'm saying. So you treat people the way you want to be treated and Richard Wilkins treats the celebrities the way he wants to be treated like a celebrity. That's a very good lesson to learn, Lewis. I think I agree that we all should treat other people the way that we'd like to be treated. That would mean that things would be a lot better, wouldn't they? That's right. Celebrities are very important and you should treat them better than um, the other people on the other side of the red carpet. So should I be, have I been treating you the appropriate way, given that you're an entertainment celebrity? I think so. You've been very kind and good Um, With your questions, sometimes people get a little bit rushed and they want to know certain things, but you're doing just fine. You're the new Andrew Denton, I think, but actually I'm the new Andrew Denton. You can be the new who's not as good as Andrew Denton. (laughs) Um, I could be the new Fitzy and Whipper. You can be the new Fitzy. Who's that? They Well, Fitzy and Whipper are two people that have a radio show in Sydney that are about to be on Channel 9 television hosting a show called 20 to 1 that Bert Newton used to host. Oh, that makes more sense now. I watched the Logies and the Fitzy and Whippers came out and I remember <laughs> thinking, that's those are radio people. Why are radio people on the Logies? Why are radio people on a TV show, a show that celebrates the television shows? And it was very confusing. Then they started playing a PowerPoint presentation and started doing uh, face swaps or something. I don't understand. 
Many people thought that after they were on the Logies as well. What were they doing there? They have a television show, the Burt yes. Newton one. Oh, maybe they're the new Burt Newtons, the new Patty and Burt. Which one do you think is Patty and which one's Burt? Uh, the one that's more kind and generous and has better technique at baked goods. <laughs> that could be either of them. That could be either of I don't know them very well. I don't, I don't know much radio people, but I do get confused when I see them on television shows. There needs to be clearer lines marked between the radio and the television personalities, doesn't there? That's right. I keep telling Tony Martin there needs to be a clear line. Uh, but no, he likes doing both. He's so demanding. He's pretty demanding sometimes. But he's okay. He's also a kind person that I've worked with um, before. Well, kind off the camera. Sometimes he gets a little bit edgy on the camera, but that's okay. I filmed a series with him on my YouTube channel called uh, uh, Cat News, and he appeared in it, and uh, he had things to say, but sometimes he would just talk about himself. That doesn't make for a good cat show, does it? No. Lewis, I have one more question, please. Yes? What are you going to achieve in the next 12 months? Oh, that's a good question. It's always good to try and predict the future or plan your future plans. Mm. Uh, I can't win a Logie because that's already happened. But I would like uh, to have my own television show in the near future. I'm working on uh, a top secret talk show for the internet um, because it's too hard (laughs) to try and impress everyone for the television shows. Uh, Walid Ali won the gold, and I just don't have time to be um, trying to win the gold Logie um, through television. So I will try and win the gold Logie through the internet, which I can just do from my home. I don't have to go all the way into the city for a, a radio, or sorry, a television studio show because then the milk gets off. Mm. Well, you did just recently win your own version of Eurovision, Lewis Vision, didn't you? That's right. Four songs with, uh, with people from Fishcam, my own show from 31, from a while ago. And I won the Lewis Vision. No prizes involved, uh, but I still won it. And it still would have been nice to be invited to audition. I don't know how these people get these gigs where they go, you're good for Eurovision. I would like a few people to get a try. Imagine John Farnham. Mm. He retired, I think. Maybe you just need a better manager. Well, my manager is my dad. Oh. Yes, we've talked about it. Some better contacts. Yes. I'll try and get Will Anderson's manager. I hear he's very good. Hopefully he can get me on Eurovision. Well, I'm sure he can. He got Will his own TV show on the ABC. Oh, that's very good. Not as much singing and dancing as I would have liked, but the Gruen transfer <laughs> no. is, is okay for other things too. Look, Lewis, you continue to set a new standard when it comes to entertainment, and I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. Thank you so much. Not enough people work in cats in their shows, and I think if they listen to the internet more, then they would be on their steps to glory and success sooner than what they want. I agree. There is no question that more cats would make things better. Me too. I should check on Llewellyn now because he's been gone for a while and I still don't have my milk. Okay. Well, I just wanted to say before you go yes. uh, that I'm, uh, thank you for, for speaking with me. Please know the things that you said are very special and you're highly valued, Lewis. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Um, if you know anyone in yes. TV, uh, you can tell them that I've worked on a lot of shows and they can maybe give me a TV show if you want, if you want to tell them good things. Um, that would be good. I try to get Andrew Denton to give me a show, but he's retired. Um, so I can't really get a show through him, but if you could put in a good word for me, that would be very much appreciated. I, I will certainly do that. And a way that other people Carrie can Bickmore's do it. Carrie Bickmore's number? Carrie Bickmore? I, I could probably find it. Okay, that would be great. Just send her a text or something and give her a link to my youtube.com forward slash lessons with Lewis. L-U-I-S. It would be great if you could let her know. Um, and they don't have to be Australian either. This they has been be Humans of Twitter. Oh, has it? Okay. This has been Humans of Twitter, and I can confirm that at Lessons with Lewis is indeed 